Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Amobi Ukugo, back at it again with another episode of Bank Shots um, under the A Frugal Athlete Podcast Network. Um, I'm excited to talk with you guys again. If you're returning, thank you. If you're new, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you leave a review. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, make sure you also check out the website, www.afrugalathlete.com. We're sharing prudent financial practices and smart career decisions amongst professional athletes and student athletes, trying to change the narrative, trying to change the perception of athletes being more than just jocks, you know, how we can live a frugal lifestyle to set us up not only during our careers, but after our careers as well. So make sure you check out the website, make sure you share the podcast. Uh, I'm excited to get this um, this particular episode started. We, you know, we got a lot to unpack. Uh, first and foremost, let's give a major shout out to Kyler Murray securing the bag. Yeah, so we're gonna dive into that. We're gonna talk about Justin Reed. Um, my thoughts on CES. I just came back from CES. Learned a lot um, as it pertains to athletes in tech, athletes as investors, athletes as entrepreneurs. I uh, really want to dive into that. I learned a lot. Uh, shout out to the mentor, Ryan Neese. Shout out to the Next Play team. Shout out to the Players Impact, um, Marquise Colston as well. Um, a lot of a lot of athletes, a lot of current, a lot of former athletes doing great things. Um, also, make sure you subscribe to the, to the newsletter. The link will be in the description. Uh, you know, we're trying to give it to you at all angles. You know, if you're a reader, check out the blogs and the newsletters. If you like audio, check out the podcast. If you like video, check out the Instagram, the YouTube. We're coming at all angles 2019. So with that being said, let's get to it. Yeah, so we need to talk about it. Uh, um, I alluded to it earlier. Yeah, Kyler Murray. Uh, you may know him as the... Uh, recent Heisman Trophy winner um, went to the CFB playoffs with Oklahoma balled out all season uh, little did we know he's a baseball player too and not just a baseball player a high prospect he got drafted by the Oakland A's signed a 4.6 million dollar signing bonus he's eligible to enter the NFL draft this year so he's in a predicament as some would say Others would say he's in a great situation. He has an opportunity to not only possibly sign a contract in the in the MLB, but also be a first-round pick in the NFL. So Kyler Murray, being the smart athlete, frugal athlete that he is, has been able to leverage his position um, and his ability to play two sports at a very high level to kind of make sure he gets guaranteed money. He he is in negotiations with both both his agents um, and organizations, specifically, more specifically with the Oakland A's because they've already, you know, paid him a substantial amount of money. They already have him under contract if he pursues baseball. He wants to get a guarantee of at least fifteen million, according to reports, to not pursue the NFL. 
Uh, now we can go into the pros and cons of each sport, you know, baseball, you know, longevity, um, guaranteed money, um, all that. NFL, he's able to, you know, build more of a brand, it's being a quarterback, being the face of a team, being a franchise player, you know. But it all goes down to Kyler Murray and what sport he wants to play, what sport he feels like he's going to succeed more at. Um, because if all goes well in both sports, he's probably going to make around the same. Um, obviously, baseball, you're more, you're less susceptible to injuries. But what I want to talk about is how he is able to make sure that he's taking advantage of the leverage he has at this point in time. It's it's amazing to see such a young player with um, a good team around him, a good head on his shoulders, and he's not um, letting outside influences affect his decision. Ultimately, he knows what he's going to decide, but might as well get as much guaranteed money as possible because you never know when your career can um, end, whether it's, a you know, in baseball, he is, it's not promised that he's going to make it to the major leagues. In football, it's not promised that he's going to be the franchise quarterback. But if he can weigh out the best situation for himself and make sure he gets guaranteed money, um, then, you know, all, all, all praises to him. Uh, I just wanted to touch that, touch on that. More information on the newsletter. Make sure you check that out. Um, Justin Reed, Justin Reed's a player for the Houston Texans. Um, graduated, or actually never graduated. He left early from Stanford. As you know, Stanford's um, also known as Harvard of the West, uh, one of the top schools um, worldwide. Um, so for Justin Reed to to leave early is a testament to his abilities as a football player. But just because Justin Reed left early doesn't mean he's not pursuing his um, his education. He made it um, he made it known um, after the season was over, after they lost in the playoffs to the uh, Indianapolis Colts, that he was going to go back and uh, pursue his engineering degree. Um, and although he acknowledged that it's going to take a while, uh, he he's not letting that waver in his his quest to you know complete his degree. Now, a lot of athletes, you know, they have their whole off season where they want to rest and go on vacation and do that. And Justin Reed is doing the exact opposite. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys remember. I always harp on your education versus your entertainment relationship. How much time are you spending on, you know, improving yourself, whether it's, you know, going back to school, making sure you finish your degree. So when you retire, you're not behind the eight ball. Or you're, you know, spending your off time meeting with um, individuals in places you're passionate about or intrigued about or doing externships or even taking time to read and learn about different topics that may help you not only through your out your career, but in life and business as well, because he can go on any um, vacation he wants. He can go party and stuff like that, but he's making a conscious effort to go back to school and finish his engineering degree. Imagine playing even if he if, even if he lasts three years in the NFL, the minimum salary for an NFL player is around five hundred six hundred thousand, and then for him to go straight into an engineering field, engineers make a lot of money too. So when his when he is tra when transitioning out of his sport, he's not going to have to be worrying about just getting some job to make ends meet. He's going to have his degree from start from Stanford. Let that be. Let that be priority number one. Stanford degree, engineering degree, football career. He's he's going to have the best head start compared to the average Joe. 
And it's just a testament to his hard work, his dedication, and his economical mindset that he is being prudent in his financial decisions and his career decisions that has led him to um, decide to continue to pursue his um, degree, even though it's may, it may take longer than expected. If he has to take two classes at a time, one class at a time, he's still on the path to complete his degree. And we're not saying, you know, every every guy has to complete their degree to be successful after their career is over. But at least invest in your education. It doesn't have to be school, but invest in your personal development, whether it's externships, courses, um, self betterment, mental conditioning, uh, recovery, whatever it may be, the money and time that could be spent on yourself rather than in, uh, enjoying the off season, going clubbing, going on vacation. I'm not saying you don't have time to go on vacation, but make sure you're always educating yourself and constantly improving yourself to make sure that, you know, when times get tough, you have the solid foundation to get out of a get out of a rainy day. So shout out to Justin Reed, um, really showing what it means to be a frugal athlete. Um, other things that caught our eye this week, uh, Nick Foles. Um, Nick Foles, as you guys may know, quarterback for Philadelphia Eagles. Um, quick quick tidbit, he might not be quarterback for Philadelphia Eagles no longer. He's on the last year of his deal. Um, he was a backup uh, for Carson Wentz. Um, but he always took advantage of his opportunity, actually led the Eagles to the Super Bowl last year and almost um, led him to the NFC Championship this year. So shout out to Nick Foles for you know always being ready um, as an athlete. We know how that is. But there's a recent article about Nick Foles and actually other um, Philadelphia Eagles players investing in a company called uh, Sweat Taylor. It's a clothing company that makes really comfortable clothes. Um, upon research, it looks like um, a, a newer, updated, maybe better version of like Lululemon for men. Um, but it was interesting to see that Nick Foles and others invested their own capital without any stakes involved. Um, no equity, no endorsement deals. They just liked the product and they decided to invest in it. Um, I know recently you've seen all these different athletes invest, um, you know, brand equity or um, invest for equity stake without, um, with, how can I say it, with, with favors involved. Or not favors, that's a bad word, but with rewards involved. So, for example, LeBron James invests in a company, he's on the board, he gets equity stake, he gets all this where it was really interesting to see Nick Foles and other Eagles players invest in Sweet Ta uh, sorry, Sweat Taylor without any compensation besides, besides the money they invested. Um, and this is just a lesson. I just wanted to bring this out because every person has their own strategy or what they want to do with their money. It was really interesting to see Foles and how he described that he just really liked the company. It's something that he's passionate about. He wears their their clothing, and that's why he, that's why he invested. So it's just to show you that not everything has an ulterior motive. You know, you don't have to invest just to get something out of it. You can invest in a product you like. And a gentleman told me um, 
that's how he that's how he invests when he when it comes to regular stocks you know if I'm gonna be using Amazon every day then I might as well invest in Amazon or if I'm using um, you know target products I go to target and I always spend an hour at target then why not I just invest in target um, so yeah I just thought it was interesting because many times you see um, athletes invest in things and they have an ulterior motive whether it's they get equity stake or they're gonna get free products or brand ambassador and Nick Foles really just invested because um, he believed in it and he supported it and um, I have to make a quick note sorry that any investment talks financial talks any advice all that stuff this is my disclaimer make sure you go to your financial advisor your business manager um, and get expert opinions, expert advice, expert management when it comes to making decisions as it pertains to your finances. This is a financial education platform. We give you we give our opinion on different takes around the world, whether it's domestic and international, uh, from a sports business frugal athlete perspective. As it pertains to investments and deals and all that, please seek financial expertise again please seek financial expertise so just wanted to point that out i'm not trying to get sued out here you know we're just trying to create a positive atmosphere of athletes being smart with their money and with that being said let's take a little break going to the CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, the biggest convention in Vegas every year. Hundreds of thousands of people attend um, to, to find out what's going on, um, latest trends, the latest and greatest as it pertains to tech, um, whether it's healthcare tech, fintech, startups, uh, automation, AI, virtual reality, uh, fitness, wearables, sports. So it was my first time going. Um, once again, major shout out to the Next Play team and the Players Impact, Ryan Neese, Marquise Colston, all the others involved. Um, yeah, so it was really overwhelming. There are so many people there. Make sure you have your plan and what you want to do well in advance before you go. And also, if you go, book a hotel, um, get an Airbnb room and board with other people because that thing that that trip was expensive luckily I was fortunate enough to um, get an Airbnb on time got a good deal so um, shout out to Airbnb but um, yeah as I was saying CES a great time it was really um, really exciting to see so many athletes there um, because as it pertains to sports techs we're the ones that are using the gear wearing the gear um, um, playing the sports so it's 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 important that we're the ones you know kind of leading the charge because we are the we are the trendsetters as it pertains to sports and sports tech and the and we're in the experts so it's it's important and it was great to see athletes there and get not only offer their expertise but be part of the change um, for the future um, there's a lot of things I learned from uh, CES this past this past week it was it was it was a great time um, it was a great time to see the the experience not only the experience the innovation the creativity 
but the wisdom that fellow athletes were able to share uh, with me and others as um, as we partook in the events. So I'm just going to recap some of the things that I learned, um, just a list of like eight or ten things, and then we're going to wrap up this podcast. You know, with the bank shots, we try to keep it real short, um, just trying to give you a couple jabs, um, latest news and sports business and things that are happening within a, the uh, a frugal athlete platform. So, yeah, so to recap, um, SES, or sorry, CES, my fault. Um, yeah, Ryan Nee said a great quote, and uh, it really stuck with me because um, I, I feel like I can relate. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of athletes can relate. He said, the most dangerous person in the world is an athlete that knows he can compete in another arena. That is a bar. I feel like professional athletes have the capabilities to succeed in whatever arena they choose. The problem is that there are only so many professional athletes that realize there are other arenas to compete in. You know, as athletes, we're, we're kind of not, I don't want to say brainwashed, but we're, we're zoned in on focusing on our sport 24-7, 365. But when we realize that we can use the same principles that help to succeed on the field, in other aspects of life, whew, it's game over. So when Ryan Nee said that, that really hit home and gave me perspective that I can not only can I succeed and you know ball out on the field, but in whatever craft I want to do after or even during, I can do just as well if I take the same principles. That was really cool. Um, a, a topic, uh, a concept up um, was. As an athlete, you know, there's going to be lots of deals that come your way that you'll see. There's a lot of deal flow. And yes, it may be, and you may want to get in every deal and do all this, but if you're not getting in a deal that adds value or you can gain value, you shouldn't do it. Uh, Ryan McNeil, a former and a longtime NFL veteran, now business uh, entrepreneur, uh, spoke to that. He said, why would I go into other sectors when I know what I'm good at is sports tech? I've played it all my life. I like business. So this is something where I add value and I'm also able to gain value. He wasn't knocking anyone else's um, passions or anything like that. But for his, from his vantage point, he says in order to give his best to help his company or the company he's working for or working with succeed, he needs to either add value or gain value. And that really uh, hit home too, because many times as athletes, you kind of want to, you know, you have, you, you, you want to invest in crypto. You want to do this. You want to do that. You want to do everything, but you have to look at it, look at it for what it is. Does it add value or do you gain value? And I feel like if you take that approach, you'll be a lot more successful in the long run when it comes to um, analyzing deal flow, analyzing how you can um, help and how you can help a company grow, whether it's your own or whether it's one you're investing in. Um, Another topic that came up, what's your value add? So what are you bringing to the table? You know, and not only understanding your value add, but being able to contextualize it and pitch yourself. You know, as athletes, all these transferable skills we have, we just don't know how to translate it. You know, take, for example, the, all the interviews you do post-game. 
you know, emotions are running high. You have to contextualize what happened during the game and make it sound or not. You don't have to make it sound. You do make it sound. You put it in. You put it in good words. Within three minutes of a game, within five minutes of a game. So that means you have great public speaking skills. Sorry. You work within a team to reach certain goals. That means you have team building skills. Whether you're a captain of the team or, uh, you know, um, uh, one of the leaders of the team, a veteran, that means you have leadership skills. You negotiate your contracts, you work with your agent, you work with the general manager to figure out the contract that works best for you. Negotiation skills. What's your value add? You have these value adds, but how are you contextualizing it to pitch yourself and make you um, feel good? Whether it's for a resume, whether it's for um, entering a deal, whether it's for starting your own company, these are skills that you have that you need to learn to contextualize. So I really thought that was cool the way they brought that up. Um, some other things. Uh, I really, I re uh, so I got into a, I was in, I was at dinner one of the nights and I got into a discussion with a, uh, a former, uh, not a former, but a, a Wharton grad. Now he's an entrepreneur. He sold multiple companies for millions of dollars and starting another one. Um, he, he really talked about how important it is for not only athletes, but individuals to know what type of business they're in because what type of business you are in requires a different sort of capital. You know, the most the popular thing right now is to, you know, everyone needs venture capital. Everyone needs to raise money. But that may not be the case. Maybe you might need a bank loan. Maybe you need to self-finance. Maybe you just need money from family and friends. Maybe you need a convertible note. Maybe you need to focus on building revenue before you even look at money. So understanding what type of business you're in and what type of business requires what type of capital is very important. And of course, you know, he has success. So I was definitely listening to him writing notes. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, Dave Meltzer. And this is someone who I've been trying to meet for like the longest time. He happened to be at the, the Players Impact Beyond the Game panel workshop. So it was cool to meet him and hear what he had to say. Um, as an athlete, you know, Deal flow will come, companies will come, and sometimes they'll say, you know, we want you to have skin in the game. And Dave Meltzer shot that down. He said, as an athlete, you do not have to invest capital. And I really took that to heart because I've been fortunate enough to get in deals as an advisor, and I've been fortunate enough to get in deals where I've had to invest capital. But to understand that I didn't have to invest capital, that I have enough expertise in my field and my craft that I can come into the to into a company solely as an advisor it, it, it means a lot and Dave Meltzer was able to put it in layman's terms for us that you know it doesn't matter if you're the Hall of Famer all-star bench warmer the fact that you're a professional athlete the fact that you're a professional athlete the fact that you're a professional athlete how many people can say that I had to say it three times. I hope you got it. Write it down if you didn't get it. The fact that you're a professional athlete, it doesn't matter if you're in the first division, second division, third division, you're a professional athlete. Count how many other players are professional athletes. You're an expert. Don't let anybody tell you that. 
tell you you're not. So for him to say that you don't have to invest capital to be part of a company, um, you can come in as an advisor, it was really eye-opening and it really was it was it was cool to hear, because many times people say, yeah, we need skin, we need you to have skin in the game, we need to we need you to show other people that you're actually invested into the company. No, I could be an advisor, I don't have to invest capital, I don't have to risk my dollars. No, you don't have to do that. And for someone like David Meltzer, who's uh, multi-million dollar entrepreneur works with some of the best athletes in the world coaches some of the best athletes in the world uh, rub shoulders with one of the, some of the top tech investors in the world for him to say that um yeah i'm taking that to the bank so i thought i had to share that he had to had to spread the good word um i had to spread the good word um another lastly i'll close with this um as athletes you have a unique story um, two gentlemen I was at dinner with, um, I already mentioned one of them, the Wharton grad, another one was a Harvard grad. I'm not saying this to brag, but this gives context to the situation. I was telling them some of my goals and what I wanted to do, depending on if soccer continues or soccer doesn't continue. Ultimately, I want to go to grad school and get my MBA. They were ecstatic. They said, you can get into any school you want. And these are guys that went to some of the top programs, are doing some great things, doing amazing things. And they said, I would have no problem getting in. And there's a reason why that is. If you notice, athletes and military veterans have exceptional acceptance rates when it comes to attending grad school. We have unique stories. We may not think so, but we have unique stories. To be able to go to school as student athletes and then pursue professional careers while all, all while balancing you know, families, businesses, whatever it may be, we have unique stories. The key is being able to tell that story and unlocking the things that make us special. Like the gentlemen at dinner were saying, no one, no one at business school, at B school, sorry, I got to go by the nickname. They say no one at B school has stories like ours. Many times it's guys, you know, get straight A's, go to school, graduate, do management, do private equity, go back to B school and do it all over again. No one has stories like ours. So take advantage of it. Share your story. Share your share your personal brand. Share your personal story and take advantage of it. I'm not saying you have to go to grad school, but I'm just saying if grad school is an option, don't be afraid to apply because you will get in. You will have a great opportunity to succeed. And if you're not going to go to grad school, if you're going to do something else, tell your story you have a unique story no one no other individual has gone through some of the adversity you've had to go through as a professional athlete you know dealing with injuries dealing with adversity dealing with all these different things that you know may not translate to corporate america or corporate workforce you can translate it in different ways as long as you tell your unique story uh, so yeah that's it uh, make sure you check out the newsletter link will be in the description uh, besides that hope you liked the second episode of bank shots um, yeah we're gonna try to keep it consistent every week when it comes to bank shots uh, frugal athlete podcast we'll have some interviews soon uh, still working out the kinks on that the scheduling but uh, appreciate you guys coming in and supporting uh, make sure you subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend leave a review we're back I need more listens uh, need more sponsors need more money so yeah shout out so catch y'all there much love